Hello, it is I. I'm here. <laughs> Hi and welcome. Hello. I don't listen. I'm not a big person into saying hello and welcome. I feel like it's so impersonal and like everybody uses it. So I think what we're going to do with this podcast is start it differently than most. I don't know. Maybe like when I get on, I could be like, sup, dude, you know, or like, sup. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just want something different than hello and welcome. I feel like I'm a late night DJ only playing love songs for those late birds, but I'm not. I am not that. And even if I was, it'd be a sick job. But I, I cannot live up with that hype. I do not. I do not have a sensual voice. I would know that. <laughs> All right, let's 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 try this again. <laughs> Sup? Hi, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. Uh, this is processing the process. My name is Vanessa, and we're just here to chill and talk about deep stuff, <laughs> but not being so serious that uh, you're gonna have to like go listen to a happy podcast after this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about you guys, but I am like in to like like most people because now it's like a more popular thing to be into. But let me tell you something: I was into it for a long time. All right. I mean, whatever. I don't know what I was trying to say, but um, true crime. What the heck? <laughs> Why am I obsessed with this? <laughs> I ask myself this all the time. All the time. Why? Why do I find such enjoyment? Like listening to these like terrible stories of, of these. I just. Uh, unbelievable events. And I'm like, whoa. Noise. Like I. What? What? <laughs> if you really think about it, it just doesn't make any sense. But I think it's just for a lot of us, we're also really into figuring out what, why people do what they do, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I know for me, it's like, how could, how can somebody do something like this? Like, what's, what's up with them? What were they like? You know, the, you know, if they were around right now, and I knew them, would I feel something off about them? And I'd be like, hmm, something is off about them. I can't put my finger on it. Or I just would just be like, oh, that's Craig. He's a cool guy, you know? <sighs> yeah, true crime. Anyway, so we're um, today we're here, and this is just one of those podcasts that you can just turn on, listen to, and almost feel like you're in the room with somebody because, honestly, that's one of my favorite types of podcasts, that you feel like you're in the room with someone having this discussion. And in this point, yes, it's me just talking. I'll pause if you, if you would like me to let you react in your own way. I'll do that for you. You're very welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I make I'm I make myself laugh, but that's okay. I like making myself laugh. I think it's I think it's something that uh, not a lot of people know how to do because everything's so serious. <sighs> anyway, so last episode we were talking about uh, a little bit of me and my intro, um, as well as you know understanding the idea that everybody not the idea but more so the fact that everybody has baggage and that. Uh, we're all carrying around these like five ton suitcases full of just 
unprocessed emotions and and unprocessed experiences and just a bunch of shit. <laughs> um, so I guess this one we're kind of going to glide into something that kind of roots off of that our last episode, and and that is um, we're just going to talk about therapy. Yeah, I feel like right now the stigma is starting to slowly dissolve to, for people to think, you know, that if someone's like, yeah, I go to therapy, like most people are like, Ugh, you know, like back in the day, that wasn't really a thing to say out loud. You just did it. You know, you didn't really tell anybody, you know, um, and, and now there are more and more people are doing it because, I mean, I truly believe the stigma is kind of going away um, because there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing something like that for yourself especially because we're just really we're complex people and I don't know life is just hard it's not it's not the easiest thing to do in the world so I think that's probably why you know it's been increasing especially within the last year with COVID and you know and the election dear god (laughs) you know I'm not saying anything about you know who over what but I you know in general everybody's just like what this year has been like gnarly to say the least for a lot for a lot of us um maybe it's one of those years that'll go down in history and like the you know the future history books of our like children or future generations um or even grandchildren yeah that's what I mean (laughs) jeez Um, they're going to look to like page 127 and the chapter is going to be 2000, the year that was terrible. I don't know. It would just be like its own chapter. Hi, this is my fifth time trying to record this. Anyway, uh, pause. Uh, I realized I said 2000 and I just, just 2000 and not 2020. So, uh, sorry, I meant 2020. 2000 was a weird year. I would have been five. That's not, that's not what I am right now at all. (laughs) All right, go back. (laughs) Because there's a lot that happened. (laughs) Uh, So that would be its own kind of thing. But like, those kids are like, wow, that must have been a sad year. Just like, what was that one thing? Um, Why can't I think of it? It was in like the 19... I mean, it's like the Great Depression, but even though the Great the Great Depression kind of lasted more than just a year, I think. Oh, don't listen, don't don't clock me on these things. <laughs> I have not had a good ass history lesson since uh, the last. I don't even know. The only kind of history now that I rely on is my own research, and, and obviously, you know, some books. Uh, but uh, drunk history, man, all the way, all the way. That's the best kind of storytelling. I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. That is the best kind of stories. Anyway, I don't want to argue with this. <laughs> it's not, this is not this podcast. This is not what we're about here. Uh, but yeah, we're just therapy. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so like I said last episode, I this whole podcast is something that I kind of created in my mind, you know, after just going through stuff and learning how to process them within the last, literally the last year, what has helped me, you know, grow from there and also keep on growing to where I want to be, 
um, definitely has been uh, therapy. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because there's there's something there's something wonderful about how like it's like for the long like so if you want to talk about yourself right basically what I'm doing right now but I'm trying not to make it about me okay I'm here because I want to show you my experiences I want to tell you that you know you're not alone in this and it's possible to get out of whatever you are in um because I, I've, I've, I am doing it, and I, it has changed my life. So that is why I'm doing this. I'm not, you know, this isn't something for me. It's something for someone who identifies with this story or with this experience or whatever we, we, we cover in this podcast. I, I want at least one person to identify with it. You know, and then that my goal is reached. Then that's, that's, that's it. I'm, I'll die happy. That's it. You know, um, but what's wonderful about therapy, uh, is that it's all about you. What I really like about therapy is that it's almost like having a really, really good friend who has known you forever, but you don't have that pressure to be the person that they, they used to see or they used to deal with or, uh, they used to know. You're not the person that they used to know. You know, you're just you. And it's like you've known this person all your life. You've always been transparent with them, always been, you know, very real with them. And they know you for who you are inside and out. It's like sitting down with a friend like that. And they're, they're so interested, so invested and your life and want to help you understand things and fix, not fix things, but, you know, work things out. And they only care about what you're talking about and what you're going through. And you don't have to care about what they're going through. I know. I know. It sounds weird. I hated it too. I, the, one of the reasons why I didn't do it for a long time, one of them was that. Because I was like, okay, yeah, I guess that sounds cool and all, but, uh, what am I going to sit there and talk to myself the whole time? Like, I I don't like talking for more than a, a certain amount of time because I'm like, is everyone looking at me weird because I'm just chatting too much? Like, that. that's me. <laughs> Anxiety queen myself. Yeah. But that's, but that's the cool part because it is like that relationship and it's completely okay and normal and it's not selfish whatsoever. What's so, oh my God. It's completely normal and it's not selfish at all. You could talk about things that you don't really talk to anybody about because, you know, you fear that they judge you or You'd fear that they wouldn't understand or they would look at you like you should just disappear. You know? And, and those, I know that I'm not the only one who's experienced these looks from people, whether they meant it or not. You know, like th- that, 
those aren't nice glances. <laughs> those aren't nice reactions. Those are very... They're genuine reactions from people, but they're not genuine in the way where it's like... I guess authentic would be the actual word. You know, it's an it's authentic reaction from someone else based on what they're feeling at that moment. But um, it does, it's not, it's doesn't mean it hurts any less or that it like burns in your mind forever, at least. <laughs> For me, at least. Um, but <sighs> life goes on. <laughs> but that's based, that's, that's cool. That's, I like that. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I was able to find somebody who really checked all of my boxes, um, on a whim. Like it didn't take me long to find her at all. And usually when things happen like that, where for me, like in patterns, I, I notice a lot of things in my life. And when something like that, like is such a quick opportunity that opens and I just take it, no doubting, just like go for it. Most of the time, those are pretty decent ideas. Um, but the, for in this, in this reason, in this situation here, uh, I, for a while I thought that no one would understand me if I were to talk to them about what's going on inside of my head. You know, I felt, I felt alone a lot of times because I was also, you know, helping other people, picking up other people's messes. I was, um, not standing up for myself in certain situations I was quiet, really not confident at all. Um, I was just in a mess a lot of the times. I was worried all the time, anxious. I still am. I still am, but uh, not as bad as I once was. Um, and I, I couldn't really... I was blinded to how... I specifically react or act or uh, treat other people too. Like I, I knew I was treating people well because I mean I'm my mama's daughter, <laughs> but I was I was forgetting, you know, that people have baggage, uh, and uh, you know I was going about my life not thinking about anybody other than how they would make me feel, you know. Um, and although that's that in some regard, like that's great because whatever I was able to go through life, push through, but uh, it wasn't good because then I, I started formulating this idea that everyone's just kind of out to get me, you know, and that's not true at all. If you believe that it's not, I'm here to tell you it's not true. Um, stop thinking that <laughs> because that only brings you so much annoyance so much annoyance I remember um, I watched a video the other day on TikTok and somebody basically mentioned you know you're, you're here for you like nobody really needs you to live you don't need anyone else to live you know what I'm saying like we're all autonomous enough that really we just need ourselves and that's all, that's basically the, that's basically the list of essentials we got to bring with us. That's, that's it. It's just us. Um, and I think we forget that people don't need us, you know, and that you don't need people to feel 
like you are autonomous and that you're valuable and that you're able to do what most humans are able to do. Nothing, nothing. Like the world doesn't revolve around you. And I think once I had to, I had to understand that the hard way. Um, I had to see people for what they were. You know, like they're not evil people. They're not, you know, here to hurt me and break me down and, you know, do awful things to me. They're people who do care for me, but also are people who struggle with their own baggage. And there's a reason why somebody reacts the way they do. So that was like kind of lesson one. Because for a while, I kind of, I blamed a lot of people for certain behaviors of mine. Uh, And I never really found blame within myself or just accountability or responsibility for those actions either. And that was, that was hard because we all have like an absurd amount of pride within us for some reason. And probably the stupidest thing that we have, pride is like so dumb it doesn't allow us to receive blessings it doesn't allow us to understand that life is a gift and that every day is is a gift and we're not really entitled to it we're we're not promised it we're just we're here every day is a new one and then we forget that maybe it's because like a lot of us tend to kind of live more mundane lives you know with routine and schedule i do me too you know we find routine and schedule comfortable or we only see the problems that are happening immediately, you know, around us or, you know, in front of us or even in the world. And we're like, ah, I don't know what to do. Freaking out. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to stop, slow down, talk about it. I, uh, one of the other reasons why I wanted to start therapy was uh, not only did I think that no one really cared. Um, I was kind of forced to hide a part of me or even a, a very big chunk of me for years because it was such a disappointment to myself that I did not, I wanted to spare, you know, the two people, my parents, like the two of the most important people in my life or my life two of the most important people of my life because it was just better that they didn't see me for the disappointment that I thought I was, that they would see me for the strong, creative, social butterfly of a, of a lady. I wanted them to see that, not the other stuff. Um, I'm going to be real with you. I, I started recording this episode um way earlier in the week but um you know uh life kind of got in the way um but i'm here i'm back and what we were discussing was um really really good so i'm gonna kind of continue on to that point i'm so sorry that um (laughs) there's just like really weird lull between what i just said and what i'm going to say because of time so um let's recap (laughs) Well, for me specifically, for you, if you already lost what you were talking about, because I would be, I'd be like, oh, wow, she forgot. Oh, wait, well, what are we talking about? Yeah, so I'm here. (laughs) I am here. So 
Um, and what I had such a secret, not really a secret. It kind of felt like a secret. Um, but it was just something that I just refused to tell anybody about because there was a part of me that didn't really question it and its and its actual impact on my life and um, who I was becoming. Um, I think when things like this happen, and and I can I feel like I can relate to other people who have been through um, trauma. That sometimes that trauma kind of gets pushed down into the the depths of the ocean for the most part, for the immediate years following that, because life, you just want life to move on. Um, you want to believe that that wouldn't happen to you. You know, like it just, that wasn't what it was. And, you know, right. Um, and although I really didn't think about it every day, um, or it or initially it, that it affected me in any kind of way, um, but much like shoving a bunch of clothes into a tiny little closet, there's going to be a moment where there's so much clothes in there that that, clo- that closet just explodes. There's clothes everywhere. You're like, oh, my God, I, even, I don't even remember having this shirt. I thought I lost it. Like, it, <laughs> there's, it's, it's a mess. And that's what kind of continued to do for me as I got in, or as I got more um, serious with relationships, as I got deeper into my self-image and how I felt about myself and what I saw when I looked at myself. And um, it made me, you know, desperately cling on to faith Um I'm not to say that that's not a, a bad that's a bad thing. It's definitely not, but I think it, it also by me holding on to it and really turning to it, I became so <sighs> pressured. It wasn't something like they always say that um, having faith in relationship is kind of like a relationship. It, it's with it, it's intimacy, like a, an intimate relationship with God, right? And like obviously. I fed into it like I was, you know, afraid that if I didn't, then X, Y, and Z would happen, and that's false. But um, I, I wasn't having that connection that most people were having, so that made me nervous <laughs> to do anything specifically because I was always guilty. I always felt guilty. I always felt like every time I did something or made a decision that somehow, some way, I am going to pay for it. And I feel like that's when it started, really. That was the first moment or first event marker that that really started the ball towards feeling like I was feeling the way I was, you know, um, last year around this time. So imagine, imagine feeling, imagine feeling like that for years and then changing. I mean, there's a reason why people share success stories. It's because, 
I mean, one, they can gloat about themselves, like, go for it, whatever. Whatever makes your heart happy, whatever. But it's also because, like, hey, um, there's real people out there, me including, who have been through situations, have been in toxic relationships, have um, abusive partner, you know, uh, parents who meant very much, very well, but, you know... And, yeah, life's hard. Life's the biggest, you know, the biggest enemy right now for you is your mind. And that was for me. Escaping that is really hard to do. And much like getting better at anything, it is repetition like you got experience things <laughs> to be <clears throat> better or to grow as a person or that's just how that's just how it goes and i think initially did i think that for a while no it just i felt like i there were so many things wrong, and I was so out of control. Like, I didn't have any control of it or any situation, you know? I, I was my worst enemy. But now I'm like... I'm not. Within the last year, I have... I believe... The growth rate has accelerated. Like, out of control with... with me it's possible it's possible to dig out of the hole by digging horizontally and then vertically <laughs> that's how I kind of see it therapy was a very freeing kind of moment because I was able to get used to being intimate with someone enough that they know almost everything about you. You're able to tell them what your mind has been telling you or what, what you have been telling yourself or what you have been thinking. I don't know. It, 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 it's a clear connection to what our, um, to our minds. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> It's nice, it's nice to just, it does, if, it, whenever someone's like, hey, take a load off, right? You know, you're like, hey man, come, come sit down, take a load off, you know? You're being hospitable. Um, <laughs> that's how I kind of felt um, a couple months into going to therapy and learning and discussing and processing over and over again different moments and you know, reaching back and thoroughly combing through. Like, it just, it was so freeing. <laughs> so freeing. My mind was, my mind was slowly transforming um, to be op more open, to put myself first, to work alongside of my empathy, but 
teach myself, you know, my how to set up boundaries when I need them to be set up or, you know, like what those were to me and how I can do it and that I'm not a bad girlfriend, friend, daughter, sister, because I'm setting up a clear boundary between you and I. I was like, it just, such a realization where you don't have to blame, not blame yourself, but you don't have to be so angry with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're able to, you're almost able to blame yourself in a way where you're just like, huh, what is my, what am I telling, trying, what am I trying to tell myself? What am I, what am I feeling right now? Am I betraying myself? Am I working with myself? Is it time for me to sit down with myself and figure this out? Because I want a good relationship with myself. Later on in the podcast episodes, I will be doing some interviews and talking to um, those, <laughs> talking to people that um, I can, I may be close with, I may be acquaintances with, or I may know, or you know, or just someone I just really, really want to ask you know questions about um, their journey. You know, what helped them? You know. Um, and I'm really excited for one of my guests who is going to join me later on, um, later on in, in, in the series. Uh, she has been an illegitimate and unofficial, um, you know, mentor. I don't think we ever actually were like, hey, you want to mentor me? You know, I don't really, I don't think it ever got there. It was never like said, it was almost just felt. And that was one of the, one of the last pushes um, that my, my, my inner self was trying to tell myself, or at least, you know, my inner self reaching up into me and, you know, opening my ears a little bit, perking up my attention and my focus to, you know, for opportunities, you know, jumping at things, you know, being impulsive, but for the good, like for a good reason. Like usually, like I said, with this podcast, it, it was an impulse decision, but not an impulse decision where I didn't think about it. It was something that I just, in my body, in my mind, in my soul, it just all aligned. And I was like, yes, I'll do it. like that man it is so sick but anyway the two of us um I'm not related to her at all you know I the only way I know her specifically is um that I became great friends with her daughter and this woman also during this is when I when I met her I was bored like a couple months before I started going to therapy I wasn't really sure if this was for me I wasn't really sure what, what I was doing and if this even pertained to me I didn't really have all these you know, crazy experiences, like, I'm not, you know, and I used to say, like, I'm not crazy, I, I don't have to, you know, go to therapy, which is a, a terrible, a terrible, a ter terrible stereotype to have, because it's not it, you know, therapy is for everyone, but I digress, um, this woman, though, she taught me a lot about life, 
and that she basically told me, hey, man, if you can get a grip on yourself when you're young like this, imagine what you could do when you're like me. And here's a woman who has, who's very seasoned. She has experienced a lot of heartache, a lot of growth, but also a lot of joy, a lot of happiness, a lot of peace because she started looking at herself and checking in with herself and understanding herself and finding out what she really wants for herself. And unfortunately, for many people, that's it's almost like it's, you experience that moment too late in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, how many of us know, want that, know at least one person who had such high hopes and, you know, it wasn't really the way they wanted it to be. It didn't turn out good. They got, I don't know. Uh, for example, I know someone who got, like, married straight out of high school. You know? Because X, Y, and Z, and then something didn't happen, but now they have children, so it's kind of hard with custody. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I mean, and I'm not saying having a child is bad. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of us, there's a couple of people who feel like that their lives are put on hold because of a, an event or a decision or um, life being unfair. So I get it. I totally do. You know, you keep rolling that dice and you keep getting pretty bad odds. <laughs> but uh, basically, it made me wonder what... Because I, when I see this woman, when I talk to this woman, she is exactly who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> you know, but she, you know, and she always reminds me, she reminds me, she's like, it never, it wasn't always like this. You know, like, don't continue on to a down a road that is just hard and and cold and isolating and not 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 happy not content and I think I hate using like content or happy um because one of my favorite things really honestly is the word good the word good is still good, you know? There's great, I guess that's better than good, but good's still good. And that's what this woman also taught me, to be good with yourself. Every year is, is, is growth, and, every, and you're not going to get, so even, even if I get to her age, okay, that doesn't mean that my growth stopped and I reached my, my peak right now, or that, you know, my growth, you know, my growth, you know, got to that high tier and now I'm living la, la vida loca. <laughs> no, it means that every day, every month, every year, I am learning something new about myself and, under, and, 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 and learning how to understand myself and having that patience with myself. Every day is a new battle. Every day is a new challenge. Every day is a new thing to, to face, okay? But to worry about that, you don't have to. I don't know. There's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot I want to talk to you guys about her, but uh, she is in her own episode, so I'm not going to give too much away. I tried not to give her your, her name or anything. I just, I'd want you, I kind of just wanted you a, I wanted to 
show you just um, a general sense of who this woman was and how she impacted me as well. Um, I believe it was her that kind of opened my my eyes to being okay to talk and to ask for help. You know what I'm saying? In that regard, you know, like I'm always happy to ask for help, but I think when it came to me, sometimes I am not so open to ask for help. I just figure it out. I'll just do it myself. It's totally fine. <laughs> That's no, it's not how it's supposed to be, especially when you have trauma. <laughs> Girl, wake up. <laughs> Therapy slaps. That's all I gotta say. Therapy slaps. It's wonderful. It is. I and I kind of feel bad because like a lot of my friends, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I'm constantly preaching about therapy. Constantly. I'm constantly. <laughs> I, I just, I'm geeking about it. I am like... I'm excited about like it's just it's awesome it is so awesome it just kind of <clears throat> it's a, it's I can't even explain what it is it's yeah it's for a mo it's taking that load off sitting down taking that load off and what you're doing is instead of giving it away and not processing it you have it in front of you and you give them to you know, this is, we're all metaphorically speaking. You give them to um, your therapist. And what they do is they make those heavy things nice and small and compact. Not so scary anymore. Not so heavy anymore. It's still there and you acknowledge it. But you're like, hey, that's part of me. That is a reaction that hasn't really been processed because of, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to ignore it. And it's not going to completely go away. I got to learn how to deal with it. Whether that means I learn how to deal with it enough that it doesn't affect me anymore. Or I learn how to deal with it in a way where when it still rears its ugly head because it's bound to happen. You, you kind of bounce back a little better than you did before. And that's what I... What well that's what one of the things I've noticed immediately. There's something about learning how to be open and take that pressure off of you. It's wonderful. It's relaxing too, because if you're like me and who you grew up with, you know, an anxious mom. <laughs> Yeah, you're always fearing the worst. You're always fearing the worst case scenario and the ifs, ands, and buts of a situation because there's a part of you that just wants to be prepared. Because we like being in control, you know? We like being in control. We like to know what's going to happen. We like to have routine. We like to, you know, stick to our, what we're used to. And then that's it. And that's, a, I, and that's, that's not, uh, just being marinated in that though, like for a while. And then you kind of combine that with your own traumas and uh, your own experiences and you get just, you get quite the combo. 
quite the combo. Yeah, I, and I wanna, so, um, therapy alone though, um, I almost had to be convinced that it would be good for me and that it's worth it. Um, and that it would help, you know, or, or, or that it is, it's for me, you know, like I said before, I firmly believed, <laughs> Ooh, the kidders are playing around my chair. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. I firmly believed that, um, my trauma was significantly I don't know, significantly, like, not as important than other traumas. Like, I, my mind went to the extreme of traumas for a reason to, you know, seek professional help. Um, you know, that and, yeah, I didn't, I just didn't think I deserved that, which was really sad because you deserve, you deserve therapy. If that's something that you would, you, you think would help you iron out your thoughts and get your get your stuff together and maybe get to know yourself a little more and um just be free in that kind of way where you know it's like yes I'm gonna have struggles and yes tomorrow might be a bad day but that's okay because they gotta happen bad days are inevitable you know it's gonna happen so what are we gonna do we're gonna get prepared for it we're going to be like, you know what? What happens, happens, and I'm going to be good with it. I'm going to be all right with it because it's life supposed to unfold its own kind of way. And I'm not I'm not here trying to force anything or fold anything by that doesn't want to be folded. You know, like I why? Why would I why would I want to do that? I would say um, that what was also very helpful in in deciding whether I should go to therapy um, was I became verbal about, you know, things that I was dealing with internally and I, you know, would confide in um, two specifically, uh, actually three, uh, it was first uh, two, but then it moved to three, three different individuals at my um, job who I fit, considered myself close, like I worked with them for a couple of years and I just found myself getting closer to them because we were there, we were with each other every day, you know. Um, and, you know, as, as they would share theirs and we just, kind of, we comforted each other in a way where, because we comforted each other, you know, through those moments and also through the fact that we have, you know, pretty crappy job, you know, so we're just there to support each other and that. Um, and two out of those three individuals go to therapy. I was, I didn't, I didn't even know. I was like, that's so cool. Like, huh. And, um, it was one girl specifically, her name was Paige. Um, she was an intern for, she, she's an intern for us. She's still hanging around. Thank God. And she was so was an individual who's just so open and you know she is an absolute delight um that she makes you feel comfortable to share you know she's very self-aware she's very you know patient and kind and it is it is awesome that you know she was the one who 
you know, told me, hey, like, this is a thing. You can do it. You deserve to do it. I'm, you know, I have mental illness. I, I you know, I go see somebody for that, and that's okay, and it really does help. Yeah, it was nice to see that there was somebody who was, you know, close to me physically and, um, you know, metaphorically or whatever, <laughs> that pushed me almost to be like, to do what I ended up doing as in booking that appointment. She gave me the information. She happened to know the person who, also a patient of um, this therapist. Paige told me that, you know, the, her friend that she had really liked this individual and, you know, to give her a try, here's her information. And it was just, it was wonderful because not often can you call the first place of anything and to be completely satisfied with that. You can almost have to call a couple to figure that out. But I was really happy. I was really happy that, you know, this person aligned exactly with what I like, who I am. And it was, you know, it's awesome because uh, it is phenomenal. I could gush about this forever, but I think that it's important that people make their own decisions. I will kindly drop them. I'll drop those little hints because my, you know, a couple of my friends know that I am a, I will die on that hill. Um, but after that is completely up to you. I'm giving you a special unicorn rainbow cupcake. Uh, it is, it is the best. Okay. It tastes delicious and is, and it's magic enough that it's actually good for you. Okay clears your skin. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but it's your decision whether you want to do something with that, you know, and reap the benefits or let it sit on a shelf and maybe get back to it or throw out the advice or the cupcake per se. It's up to you. It's nobody else's decision. It's, it's yours. Now, can someone say that they're concerned about you and they really think that maybe you should? Totally fine. They're not making you do anything. This is just their input. They're saying, maybe, hey, I'm, I'm concerned for your well-being and I care about you and I don't know how to help you. I think, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to go see somebody. Hey, we love supportive people. We love supportive parents. If a parent is going to you and, you know, talking to you about this, maybe... They're on to something. I don't know. Or maybe not. I could be, that's, it could be, I could be wrong, obviously. But you never know. Supportive people are out there, and sometimes we just gotta stop being so damn sensitive. You know, so defensive. So big shout out to, you know, those three individuals at my job, um, as well as a couple of from my, my psych friends who are in the, psych program at my university shout out to those people as well because um they were also a part of my life and i value their opinion and they are awesome women so yeah that's you know i think we should just start listening to people a little bit more try to understand what they're saying because what's really standing in the way of you doing something for you i would love to know what is standing in your way from doing something for you, for your mental health, for your relationships, for your, you know, how yourself, 
image and perspective. Like what, how, what's in the way? Nothing's in the way. Nothing's in the way. However, technically, you, you are in the way. So every, um, I'm gonna be doing this, I don't know. <laughs> it's an idea. I would like, I would like to do this um, for every episode because um, talking about these things, it's an ugly truth and sometimes it can get a little hairy. And um, that's kind of like a bummer sometimes. Not here, no. We're gonna. We're always gonna end episodes on a very high note because why not? It's reinstating what this whole podcast is about with these high notes because it's the same question every week that I pose to friends and family on my personal Instagram and Facebook accounts because here I am. Here I'm a new. I'm a newbie, so I need all the help I could get. I'm devoting this end portion of the episode to um, a corner that I would like to create um, that, you know, ends every episode on a high note. And this corner is called Tell Me Something Good. And um, <laughs> that's basically, I ask the same question. And the question is, is, you know, what did you do for yourself today? Is there something that happened? Is there you know, um, a, an opportunity that opened up and you, you know, decided to do it because you gifted, you want it, you gift it to yourself or you want yourself to do something that you don't quite often do. I don't know. The possibilities are endless, but I think, um, it reinstates the fact that like part of getting better, part of working and, you know, growing and, and learning how to process your processes, you know, like processing through all of them is taking care of yourself and looking at, you know, your needs uh, and making it a priority, making them all a priority. Um, and one of them is, you know, doing small gestures for yourself. I have one. Okay, so today I made oatmeal cookies because um, I've been craving like a sweet thing. I've been really wanting something to eat and I just didn't really know what I, I don't know what it was. I just wanted something and for some reason oatmeal cookies was, they were in my mind. Um, and I remembered that I did recently get a cookie from a Sheets gas station because I really wanted a cookie then too and it was very disappointing. So I was like, you know what, I'm just... I'm going to take this time today and really take my time and make some oatmeal cookies. And they came out wonderful. They came out amazing. Um, I'm very proud of them. <laughs> um, they're not just regular oatmeal cookies either. They're like something, you know, uh, I made two different batches. Um, a cranberry almond and a chocolate chip walnut. I don't know. They sounded good to me and I just made them made them separately and boom they're just they're delicious so I'm really that's something that I was uh, I, I did for myself today because I just I wanted something sweet and and also part of learning how to grow with myself is also you know eating you know this this whole this whole podcast will be we'll be talking about a lot of po uh, topics and one of them is eating disorders specifically so i will definitely give a a warning um a caution um because you know what we could be talking about is definitely triggering so um i apologize in advance but um you know that another part is like you know 
eating you know what is something that you want to eat that you don't really get to eat often like eat that eat it eat that shit <laughs> um but yeah so that was mine um and so I opened this up to my friends on Instagram and I'm going to read a couple of them today before we end oh I got so many okay okay all right so the question um a weekly question that is obviously weekly and that I ask every day and that we're going to end this episode every week on um, is what is one thing that you did for yourself today did for you and only you okay um (laughs) uh, someone said put makeup on yeah yeah okay go for it Heck yeah. I feel like with whole, you know, quarantine and and not having to go out and not quarantine, but like the COVID, the COVID, Jesus, who am I? COVID, (laughs) you know, and and this year basically being trash, uh, (laughs) you know, putting on makeup for a reason and and feeling yourself. That's awesome. That puts you in a good mood. That gets your, that's your, that's your day. That is gets your day going. You know, that's something that you don't really do often. And you're like, you know what? Today I'm going to do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's that must feel so good. It feels so good. That's awesome. Um, someone said, uh, took advantage of nice weather and did some yard work and went on a walk. OK, yeah. OK, you know what? And part like that. So. I see that you did multiple things here, and that is awesome. The, the weather was amazing today. If you live in Northeast PA, it was, like, for some reason, oddly warmer than usual because it's usually, like, brick outside. But today was just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I work from home, so I really didn't experience too much of it, but I did manage to get outside a couple times just to feel the air or go for a Dunkin' Run with my roommate. Um, did some yard work. That's awesome. Another thing with, you know, learning to be you know, acceptance of life is to really enjoy the little things and, you know, the routines of those little things. So, you know, taking advantage of doing some yard work. So you like, you know, when things get cleaned up a little bit, right? I do too. I feel like when my room's a mess, I'm a mess. Once I clean up a little bit, everything looks a little beautiful and life feels balanced again. Like, that's awesome. That's a good feeling. And this, this, this girl decided to take advantage of all of that and do that for herself today. And she started, and I, I bet she feels very relaxed because she did that. And she went on a walk. How awesome. That's awesome. I would love to go on a walk, girl. I was supposed to do that today, but I did not. All right, we'll read one more. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. And this person said, I went on a hike by myself oh oh my god how fun i want to go on a hike by myself so bad i love hiking so that's amazing that's amazing you went by yourself that's so freeing i feel like as women we have to worry about a lot of scenarios and you know being alone outside in the great outdoors that's one of them for sure that is a fear But it just, you know, going for a hike by yourself is doable. It is possible. And if that that idea scares you, then just be prepared 
But really, it won't matter when you get to the top or when you see something absolutely gorgeous. Those fears and worries hold us back from experiencing so many cool stuff, man. So much. Sorry. (laughs) They hold us back from experiencing so much, so much cool things and, and, and awesome opportunities because we're like, oh, I don't know. Excitement is way better than being nervous, man. So, anywho, that is awesome. Going hiking by yourself as a female is phenomenal. I hope that hike was just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, that's awesome. That's really cool. All right, so that was uh, basically it for today. Um, thank you so much for listening, for anybody listening, um, for that one person listening. Thank you. I appreciate you being here with me and talking with me, even though I did most of the talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Um, challenge yourself this weekend to do something for yourself so that by next weekend, um, I don't know, you, you did it. You'll do it again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. And, um, Goodbye.